Just making a short break to let you know that I'm offering my last masterclass of the year on November the 8th, and it's for free. It's called Five Step Process to Create a Portfolio Worthy Lettering Piece that attracts your dream clients, even if you're just studying. This training will be broadcasted live from my studio in Berlin, and during the live session, I will share with you my framework to create a professional-looking lettering piece that will help you attract dream assignments. This training is really important because once you create that first portfolio lettering piece that you're really proud of, everything changes. You build self-confidence, your peers start recognizing your work, and your dream clients start noticing you. Go to martinaflor.com slash masterclass to join for free. I hope to see you there. Now, back to the show. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Open Studio. I'm your host, Martina Flor, and in this solo episode, I share my most precious productivity hacks. Getting things done in less time is one thing many of us strive for. However, we keep on focusing on the unimportant and investing our precious time on the things that don't really move the needle of our life and career. In this episode, I share the specific framework I use today to structure my week and hit my goals. I will also provide a specific t- tips that boosted my productivity and allow me to go from working over 50 hours down to 24 hours a week, getting the same amount of things done or more. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to another solo episode. In these bite-sized episodes, as you know, we touch on different strategies and tactics to improve your skills and upgrade your creative business. So in the, in the past solo episodes, we have been discussing end of the year and all this craziness that comes with it, right? Uh, where we start wondering like, hey, where did time go? Uh, why do I still have some... Um, goals in my bucket list that are unfinished or undone. And I also mentioned that I love the end of the year as a tangible deadline for the things that we want to accomplish. And I think it can be very efficient or effective in terms of helping us accomplish those goals that are very important. And in the, in the, in the previous episodes, I I posed some questions um, that have to do with understanding what are the really important goals in your bucket list. Because we have, usually we have, as creatives, we have so many ideas. We have so many things that we want to do, right? And we put everything in our bucket list. And at the end of the day, we not only become very overwhelmed by this list or this bucket list, but we also don't get to accomplish all of the goals, right? And what is most important there is that we don't get to accomplish the goals that are really moving the needle of our life or our career, right? So in previous episodes, I helped you or I posed some questions to help you understand what are the things that you may have been doing that um, kept you from understanding what the most important goals are, right? And all these questions um, are there to help you get clarity around what are the things that are really important, right? First, we need to understand that. And in, in the previous episode, I gave you some 
actionable things that you can do to accomplish those goals, right? So I provided you with three steps that you can use to accomplish those goals that have helped me and also members of my coaching programs and of my courses to really get things done. And um, yeah, and I hope they will be useful for you. And today I want to touch on certain productivity hacks because we went from the big picture, you know, what are our big goals? What are the strategies that we can use in order to to achieve those those goals. And in this episode, I want to go to the to the daily things that we do, right? And I really want to share with you productivity tips that really change my life, I would say. Uh, you know, I went from working eight to nine hours per day or more um, to really working part-time right now. I work between 20 and 25 hours per week. And it's interesting because I was recently in Barcelona and um, I spent two months there um, working and living. And a friend of mine, mine, Judy Kaufman, she's an illustrator and she has a, a studio space in the middle of the city. And she was so kind that left me work with her or in, work in her studio space for all that period of time. And she was, she was really surprised to see how few I, I work, but how much I had done, I, I, I got done. And she was, she was telling me like, Hey, Martina, you work so much, which doesn't mean that you work a lot of time, but you just, you just work so much when you're here, you're just doing the thing. And I think that there's a couple of things that I have implemented in the last years that really changed the needle of my productivity, which at the end has an impact on how much time I spend working. And if anything, what I want for for me and for you is that, you know, imagine if you could spend or if you could get done the things that you need to get done in half of the time and use your precious time to spend it with family, read books, just hang out with your kids or with your loved ones, right? It's, you know, time is the thing that we, or the most valuable resource that we have. And if we can use it very intentionally and very efficiently, then we can do a lot of things or we can enjoy a lot of things that bring joy to our life. So I want to share the my productivity tips with you or my productivity um, methods with you um, and help you, you know, invite you to use them and see if this these productivity tips work for you because, you know, at the end of the day, they need to work for you and fit in your own schedule. So when I started my lettering business, I really used to have, or I used to work my days through a work a to-do list, right? So I used a to-do list to get my things done, right? And I always had this huge list of stuff. And I would just, you know, when I got to work every day, I would just check on my list and I would just choose one of those tasks that I had on that list and cross it out, right? And of course, I would normally start by the easiest thing. So um, 
every you know every day I had things that were still left on that list and those those things will move on to the next day so the next day it will come and I would just move down the remaining tasks right so you can imagine that by Friday and perhaps you resonate uh, this resonates with you because this also may be happening to you when you get to Friday you have all of the tasks that you were not able to um, to tackle in the rest of the days you have them all listed for Friday so Friday is super chaotic you have a lot of things that are undone and you try to um, to get them all done right and I see a lot of artists and creatives experiencing this because, you know, we, for those that run their creative business, we want to do the things that are more fun. And, you know, the, the reason why we started our creative business is because we want to do the work we enjoy the most. But of course, running a creative business involves a lot of other things that have to do with, you know, keeping the business running. Right. So um, and I think for many of us, it's very hard to um, to establish what are the things that are really important and what are the things that need to get done in order to keep on keep our business running and also keep, you know, maintain this container that is our creative business in which we can continue creating our best work. Right. So. This tips that I'm going to share with you are some of the things that I do to keep my weeks productive, which, you know, has an impact on the amount of hours I work. Um, so I work less and I really get more done. And also after a day of work, I don't feel as depleted as I felt before. I remember that before I used to put in a lot of hours, but I used to get very few done. And I, I often had this feeling of like, I mean, I've been working so much and I, what did I get done? Um, so let me go through the things that really changed the way I approach my work and that had an impact on my productivity. So these are some of the things. Number one, I define what is the focus of that week. And I want to say up front that I'm not going to touch today on yearly planning and quarterly planning, right? Because all of this, you know, defining the focus on of your week also depends on what the focus of your month is or what the focus of that quarter is. And the focus of, the, of that quarter uh, depends on the focus of your year or what is the plan for that year, right? So I want to just let you know that, of course, there's a planning a yearly planning, right? First, that takes place first in the beginning of the year. Then there's a quarterly planning that takes place in the beginning of the quarter. And there's then the weekly planning or the monthly planning that takes place in the beginning of the month. And then there's the weekly planning, which is what I'm going to uh, get down today in these tips that I'm going to share with you. Uh, because I feel that these are the smallest steps that you can start implementing right away. So the first thing that I do is to define what is the focus of that week. What is the thing that moves the needle of my business? And I know that I said this several times already, but what is the thing that is really important that really moves the needle of my business and life and creative skills and career, right? So I set that focus goal 
Um, and I, I write it down on my productivity app. I use Asana as a productivity app, which is essentially a calendar where you can, um, um, you can schedule your tasks. And, uh, but you can use anything. You can use a calendar. You can use a sticky note for yourself. Uh, what is important is that you keep the focus of that week visible so that you know that this is the thing the most important thing that you need to tackle this week, right? This is the most, the, the, prim, the primary goal of this week. Um, then that goal, that focus, you know, involves several other tasks. You know, in order to achieve that goal, um, I need to tackle several other tasks. And this is where I move. Once I set up the focus of my week, I move on to listing those tasks and marking, you know, it's not, it's not just about listing the task, which is what I used to do before. It's also about establishing priorities and marking the ones that are really important, um, for me, right. Or for my business that are, you know, this of all these tasks that I, I need to get done. These are the really fundamental ones, right? And I ask myself in order to do this, I ask myself, if I were to get a few things done, let's say that I get sick and I, instead of having the entire week to do the things, the five days in the working week to do things, I have two, right? What would be the really important ones, the ones that I cannot skip, right? So, I mark those and I decide which one, which ones are those very important tasks. And then I move on to distributing the tasks across the week. So I allocate the important tasks across the entire week. And I put from one to three per day from the important tasks, right? So this is just, I'm just speaking about the important tasks. So I, I try to allocate between one and three important tasks um, per working day. Right. And I put them first time in the morning and I'm going to let you know in, in a second how I go about every, you know, my everyday routine. So I allocate, you know, I, I, I distribute the tasks across the week. I assign one to three important tasks per day. Um, and I put them first thing in the morning. These are the most important tasks. And then I, I distribute the rest of the tasks. The, the ones that I need to get done as well, or that are part of my list of tasks, but are not, you know, essential or so important that, you know, if they, if they don't get done, um, they don't really move the needle of my business, right? So again, the process is first define a focus for my week, what is the thing that I need to get done this week? What is the thing that really that is really important? Then, after I define that goal or that focus, I move on to establishing the tasks that I need to tackle in order to achieve that goal. Of course, that in between there there's other tasks. You know, writing an invoice for that or, or that project, or I don't know. Um, buying a new computer or by, you know, getting a new software for this or that, right? So those tasks are also part of your daily tasks. Um, so you, you list all of this and then you filter those that are really important, right? So you, you filter those tasks 
that are really helping you achieve the focus of the week, right? And once you do that, you distribute the tasks by allocating the important tasks first every day, right? So the, the first thing you do every day um, is the important tasks, right? The ones that you identified and highlighted as important, right? Now, I want to, I want to give you some extra tips that have to do with habits that can also help you improve your productivity or have helped me big time to improve my productivity. Because, you know, it's not only about setting the focus and understanding what your goals are and intentionally distributing your tasks or your goals throughout the week, but it's also about um, having habits that really support uh, your goals, right? So one of the habits that really change the game for me is that I don't read emails first thing in the morning. I always say that your, your email box is like a Pandora box uh, and, you know, it will put, it will always put you in reactive mode, right? So first the, the morning uh, hours are the most precious, at least for me. And I know that we are not all the same, but I think for most of people, the mornings are the moment, the moments where we are, where our minds are more open and ready to work and you're full of energy, right? And the morning hours for most of us, at least, are really valuable and are the most productive hours, right? So investing that into reacting some, to some other people um, requests don't, doesn't really make sense, right? And if you know your priorities, you will put them first in the day. And I always say that, you know, reading emails is a lot about reaction. It's a lot about reacting to what other people request from you. So a client sends you an email asking for changes and then you go ahead and you 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 execute those changes or you have a colleague asking for something and then re you reply to that email. You re re react to whatever comes to you, right? And what I'm proposing here is that you are in control of your day. You have you have the control of what you're doing next, right? It doesn't mean that you're not going to read emails throughout the day, but by putting things first or by putting the most important things first, your most important tasks or, or goals first, you already create a shift in your mindset. You're not working in reaction to other people or reaction to in reaction to other people's requests, but you're working towards the things that really matter to you and the, you know, you're taking the direction of things. Uh, you're in control of the direction of things. So don't read emails first thing in the morning. You can shift that moment to read emails two hours or three hours forward. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't change anyone's life if you reply to that email two hours or three hours forward, right? I, I, um, I normally, in my day, I normally read emails at midday, and I also um, give feedback to my team. In my case, I have a team, so I give feedback to my team um, on our com uh, on our uh, communication apps. I give feedback to my team uh, at midday, right? So they know that it, they can receive feedback from me at that time, 
And um, yes, and I allocate that time to just reply to messages, call it emails, uh, messages on Slack with my team or messages on social media, right? And that's it. It's just one day, one time, one time a day where I dedicate time or I allocate time to reply to messages. And of course, messages keep coming in. They, you know, people keep sending uh, emails and messages through social media and uh, there's messages coming from WhatsApp, but you are in control of deciding when you allocate time to reply those emails. And I really recommend you to just allocate one hour uh, or two hours of your time if you want, one hour in the morning and one hour in the afternoon, but allocate those times. Don't work with your, um, with your email software open all day. Another productivity tip that I have for you is that allow one day where you would just tackle small things. Um, usually these are Mondays for me because, you know, Mondays are slow days where my energy levels are like, oh, I want to continue sleeping. And yes, so Mondays I have, you know, I do a small administrative work. I also have the the team meeting with my team. Um, I tackle other um, small administrative work or uh, communication work with clients or, or uh, with students of our academy. Um, so this the uh, Mondays is a day where I just switch between this and that, right? I go here to this meeting, then I talk to this person, then I, I do these small tasks that I have in my, uh, in my list of tasks, right? So I, I, I jump from one thing to the other. So while I have one day to just tackle different tasks, I leave the rest of the days kind of clean from the small things, right? So I can allow myself, which is the next Tip. you can allow days where you do deep work. And these are days where you can work on one thing for a streak of, or for a long period of time, for three hours, let's say. So the concept of deep work is not mine. It's actually coming from, from Carl Newport, the author of Deep Work, the book Deep Work, which I highly recommend you to read it if you are uh, looking to improve your productivity. He speaks about how jumping from one task to the other really consumes your energy. Just there's studies and scientific uh, research that supports the fact that, you know, jumping from one thing to the other, having your notifications on all the time, really consume a lot of your, your, uh, your energy, your focus. So he proposes in contrast to use periods of deep work to really deep work to really get things done right and i really implemented this in my in my life and in my day and it works wonders um you first have to grow into it because we are so used to just jump from one thing to the other to be reactive to the things that happen to be reactive to that whatsapp message to be reactive to that email that is coming in to be reactive to things that is really, in the very beginning, is really um, weird to just have the time to work on something for three hours, 
right? But once you see the results of that, once you see how much you get done by focusing on just one thing, having all notifications off and really doing that thing, uh, knowing that all the rest is done, um, it's just really magical. So these are my three productivity tips or the extra tips that I wanted to give you just for you to structure your day, um, which have to do with reading emails. Don't read emails first thing in the morning. Leave this for later on in the day and also limit the time in which you read emails. And when I speak about emails, I also speak about social media, you know, all these places where you you are reactive when you are interacting with other people, when you're replying to other people's requests. Um, so really leave those slots for moments where you are just doing that, right? Don't just do it in between things, right? Because you know how it is. You get an email from a client and suddenly you spend three hours kind of like replying to that email, solving the problem, making those changes. And the same happens with social media. You go on social media to check on some, some artists and then you end up spending one and a half hours in by, you know, scrolling through social media. So my extra tips are don't read emails or reply to messages or, you know, be on social media. Uh, first thing in the morning, do the most important things first, do the most important tasks first. And after that, go ahead and read social media and read emails and reply to all messages. The other thing, the other productivity tip that I have for you for your daily routine is allow one day where you would just tackle tons of small things, right? Where a day where you just jump from one thing to the other and you you get a lot of different small things done that perhaps don't move the needle of your business or your life or your career so much but you know are things that you need to get done and it's, it's, it's better to get rid of them just at once right and allow days of deep work allow days of having three hours to work on a certain thing because you will see that by focusing on one thing away from distractions, away from notifications, away from messages from other people, um, you will get a lot done. You, this will have a huge impact on your productivity. So I hope that this podcast or this episode has provided you with some strategies but also some you know, tips and tactics that you can really imp start implementing today and see if they work for you. Um, you know, ultimately, the goal here is to continue uh, accomplishing our goals in the less time possible. I mean, if we can work less time and still get there where we want to get, then we are all happy, right? So have a great day and thank you so much for joining and listening today. Bye-bye. So this is it. I hope you loved this episode. You can find me, the host of the show, on social networks at Martina Flor on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you have a question or comments, go to martinaflor.com slash podcast, where you can see previous episodes, find show notes, and send voice memos with your comments and questions. You can also watch these episodes on YouTube. Just go to martinaflor.com slash YouTube to find them. You can, of course, listen to all our episodes on your favorite podcast platform. If you loved 
this episode, subscribe to this podcast. And if you leave us a review, it will help others find us. Thank you all for listening and see you in the next episode of Martina Flores Open Studio. Bye-bye.